Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Ron and Anian. Your nose knows six warning vehicle signs you you can smell. And I thought, you know, what if Tom's in the car? And he just, but that was a bad joke. You forget so. that I control your microphone. The Car Doctor. If you go to crank, does the headlight light up? A headlight will pull about 7 amps of current. It may not match what a fuel pump does, but at least it loads the circuit enough so that you'll know, hey, I've got power here. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, The Car Doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. I wanted to start the hour by talking about the PT Cruiser, but I've got a couple of phone calls lined up, so let's get going right away. Let's go to Doug in Iowa, 06F150. We can tell the story a little later on this hour. Doug, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hello there, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I've actually called in before. Um, so here's my current issue. Go ahead. Um, we had a, a ticket to a dealer to do some work, yada, yada, unrelated to my current issue. Um, they put a new battery in it. And once they put a new battery in, they didn't tighten up the cables. They were just finger loose. And so I let it set for two or three weeks. It was a location where there was no electricity for about 400 yards. And so... Uh, me and my friend pulled it up next to, uh, I live on a farm, pulled it up next to the shop so we could charge the battery. And uh, power steering worked great before then. And for some reason, after pulling it to the shop, um, now the power steering is firm. 
confirm like there's no power assist? No, there's power assist, but it's definitely a reduced level, and it's just happened. Just I mean, everything was fine before, and now it just turns stiff. Was there? And we used the tow hook on the bumper. Was was there a? So let me let me describe. Is this how it happened? You you sat there. Let's say Monday morning, nine o'clock. You went out there. Power steering was working fine. You hooked up the tow vehicle towed it over to the other spot in the barn where there was electricity, and at 9.03 you went to turn the power steering and you it, it had limited assist. Affirmative. Well, that just makes no sense. I know. That's, I, I see no connection. Let me ask you this. I, did, it, did you start it prior to moving it? Oh, uh, it tried to crank, but, you know, with the battery being dead, it wouldn't wouldn't start right so how long had it been since you last heard that vehicle run oh we were redoing my shop so it probably sat there for about three weeks ah okay here's the piece of information i needed so you know if you put this up in the air and take the load off of it have you done anything have you inspected any of the steering components or you know just general suspension for possible rust or something binding What's no, I have not yet. What's common? Um, is this a box or a rack vehicle? This should be a this should. Uh, it's, it's a uh, box. It's a box vehicle, right? Yeah, oh six. Look down. Follow the steering column where it comes out of the out of the firewall, and follow it down to the box. There should be a coupling joint. All right. Maybe it's under. There's a plastic yep. cover. Is there a plastic cover surrounding the steering shaft? That maybe okay. you, maybe you don't see it, and and that's a question as much as a as a comment, and okay. you know look to see is it there? There there's probably a coupling joint like a U joint like a drive shaft U joint. I bet you that okay. I bet you that coupling joint is rusted and corroded. Okay, and it's just because now, everything was good before. Right? Yeah. Just listen. You, you let cars sit. You know, my my dead dog wasn't dead yesterday, but he died today. My, you know, you let things, yeah. you you let things sit, and just under the right conditions, um, perhaps it was too humid, perhaps there was too much moisture in the air. You know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, what if? And you know, there's always a reason when you look back. But rather than trying to talk yourself out of it, tell me what's good. Tell me how the coupling feels. And 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 the simple okay, thing yeah. to do is, you know, what I'll do is I'll make up a mixture of trans fluid and engine oil or even better if you've got a can of pb blaster lying around just a good rust penetrant spray up the cross spray up the spray up the u-joint and you know spray turn it 25 degrees i'm sorry turn it 90 degrees so that the cat the next cap is 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 pointed down to the ground spray some in there turn it you know just try and work it around and let it sit give it some time and, and and see okay. if there's a difference. Does, does does the truck run now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm unfortunately I'm like you. I have four vehicles, and so it's a rotation of what's right. driven when. So let me ask you this, Doug: If you take this car around the block and you go for a ride and you make a right hand turn, do you kind of have to drag the wheel back? Uh, no, uh-uh. no, I don't so, think so. so. It's had tires in it. It's had tires and an alignment since then, so everything they've checked that out. So the wheel comes back okay. It has good return assist. It's just it's just tight in one direction. Nope, all directions. All directions. 
So you're driving down the road. Yeah. You go to make a right-hand turn. Does it feel like manual steering or like a combination of manual and power steering? You only notice it at the slower speeds when you're like in a parking lot or pulling out of the garage or something. At highway speeds, you don't notice it. Okay. There may be a pump problem here from sitting. You know, maybe maybe the system okay. was heavily contaminated, sludge, varnish, schmutz, an industry term, as I always say. Uh, but, you know, before, sure. I, before I go down that road, I'd want to know that the cross is good, that the steering shaft itself is in good condition. And if the, if the steering okay. shaft is showing signs of corrosion, there's a, there should be a 10 or an 11-millimeter bolt head. Pop that off. Uh, lock the steering wheel so that the steering wheel doesn't spin and undo the, and undo the clock spring. You just put the seatbelt through the spoke of the steering wheel, hold it in place, undo the coupling, and then just feel it. You ever check a drive shaft U-joint? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, same thing. That's all it is. It's just a U-joint. And just check it. Does it feel good and loose in all directions? And if it doesn't, PB blaster, soak it, let it work its way through. See if that frees it up. If not, you got to get a new cross shaft, a new steering shaft. Not unco- not uncommon. Okay. Not uncommon. All right, sir? All right. Yep, it's a fantastic truck. I appreciate your help on the previous call, too. You're very welcome. Anytime. I'm glad to be here for you. You take good care. Um, yeah, that's sometimes it's 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 tell me what's good. And that's, and you know what? I'm going to use that as my segue. So the 05 PT Cruiser comes in and you know, it's, it's always the last thing you look at, right? It's like losing your wallet. It's always the last place you, you look that you find it. Cause you don't keep looking to see if it's still there. And the complaint was that the vehicle, as I talked about in the previous show, the complaint was that the vehicle would overheat and if you were listening previous hour, whenever we talked about it, you found out that the problem was the cooling fan wasn't working. And the engine would give the appearance of overheating. There would be a and a high pressure release of steam, but it wasn't steam. The high pressure discharge port on the AC compressor was opening up because high side pressure went up so high that the vehicle would would release pressure, and the engine was starting to overheat. It not by gauge, but just physically getting warm. And the customer thinking that it was overheating, she would turn off the AC and then shut the car off and let it sit and pretty sharp right she she kind of got it she never let it really get super hot of course we don't know how hot it got because we're using a gauge not a scan tool by numbers it showed up on my doorstep it showed up on my doorstep and you know i diagnosed it bad fan the fa- or i'm sorry bad fan motor you know i got out i got out my autel 808 my maxis 808 went into atm test perfect wonderful tool and it gave me the ability to you know turn the fan on and off and as part of the test to use it, I would I would touch the button on the Autel and it would send the signal down to the PCM and the PCM would then try and drive the fan. I had it connected. I had the fan coupling connected to a headlight, a low beam headlight. Hit the Autel, um, you know, drive the headlight, turn the headlight on, hit the Autel, turn the headlight off. And it worked. Okay, I know I got a bad fan. I put a fan in. I fixed the car. Well, I thought I fixed the car. I fixed that problem. I didn't fix the car. Because there was more to this story that I found out later on. And I'll tell you what. Stick around. Let me pull over, take a pause for the cause, and I'll finish this up when I return. Ron and Annie in the car, doctor. 855-560-9900. Podcast available. And also, don't forget, you can check us out on Facebook. Listen to the car doctor live Saturdays 2 to 4. I understand Tom's got a live stream up there. I'll be back right after this. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet... There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome back. We're on the Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's 24-7 phone number. Call, leave a message if we're not here. We're live Saturday afternoons, 2 to 4 p.m. East Coast time. Tom Ray will call you back and put you in the next live broadcast. And uh, hopefully you're hearing this on Facebook. Tom actually found a way to put this show, a live stream out on Facebook. What do they think of next? Go to Ron and Annie in the Car Doctor page, and uh, there we will be. So anyway, back to the, um, let's see, we were talking about the uh, PT Cruiser. I you know, we. I, I knew I had a fan. I put a fan in it. I thought I fixed the car. Well, I fixed the condition. I didn't fix the problem. So I let the car warm up. I heard the fan come on. Temperature came up. Added some coolant, burped some air. Gee, the fan doesn't turn off. Now, wait a minute. First, I had a fan that wouldn't turn on because it was bad. Now, I've got a fan that won't turn off. What's going on here? What's backwards on this car? Nothing. I got out the hotel. I ran through some more tests. I was able to prove that the fan circuit working as designed. The problem was in the car. Coolant fan on this car, this particular 05 PT Cruiser has a two-speed fan, a low and a high. Low-speed fan comes on at approximately 214 degrees. High-speed fan comes on at approximately 222 degrees, 223. This vehicle was running the low-speed fan all the time. Occasionally, if you let the car sit long enough, and the fan would never cycle off, the cooling fan would go from low to high, and that would continue to run and eventually cycle back down. I counted it. I watched. Coolant temperature came up. It was holding 219 degrees. Low-speed fans running all the time. I waited. Within about six minutes, it picked up high-speed fan. The high-speed fan came on. I said, wait a minute. What's going on here? Temperature gauge never showed a sign of an overheat. But I could see by the number, by the scan tool, temperature was climbing up. We've got a problem. Now I've got to decide what is that problem. Because where did this mess start, right? This mess started because somebody brought me a car 
that they thought was overheating that wasn't, but was on the borderline of coolant damage because the fan wasn't running. And it had been that way and been running that way for the past 10 months. Now what do you do? These are the moments in a repair shop when your gut has to make the call. How do you prescribe to the customer? What do you recommend? What do you tell them to try? You know, how much how much can you put into a 15-year-old vehicle with 100,000 miles on it in terms of diagnostics? You've got to make a call. I broke it out into some logic. I, I sat down and I thought about it. I said, listen, you know, as I'm talking to myself, upper hose is warm, lower hose is warm. I've got heat and it's not boiling. It's not a thermostat. Thermostat could be partially restricted, but the fact is, even if the thermostat was partially restricted, I didn't think I would see that high of a coolant temperature. I should I should also hear some knocking and banging from thermal expansion as it's as it's colliding inside the engine, and I didn't get any of that. I then said, well, could I have a head gasket problem? Could I have something superheating the coolant? Oh, I guess I could. I could have that damage. It's a 2.4 Chrysler. They tended to go through a few head gaskets once and again back in the day. But I was getting no misfire faults. The engine ran smooth. I had no signs whatsoever of coolant loss. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't buy into that. Not yet, anyway. Do I have a thermostat? now? Water pump? Could the water pump impeller be spinning on the shaft? And you see what I'm doing? I'm going through the ritual of tell me known good or tell me what you think is bad and then argue against it. Prove it. Prove your point one way or another. I settled on the idea that the 15-year-old radiator had to be restricted. Got out a thermal imager, tried to see the radiator as best I could with the thermal imager because the problem was the radiator was hidden behind the AC condenser, and to get the AC condenser off, I'd have to pull the radiator out. <laughs> so sometimes nothing cooperates. You know, you just, you've got to make a gut call. In the end, after talking to the customer, and she said, yeah, I understand the situation. Let's go for it. I put a radiator in the car. Pulled the radiator out, pulled the condenser out naturally, and I put a radiator, and I weighed it. The difference between the old radiator and the new radiator was about three and a half pounds. Now, I realize in 15 years, maybe the, maybe the level or the amount of mass of material being put into radiators is going to be different, but, but you know, there comes a point where you got to say enough is enough. I could see maybe a pound or two, but not three and a half. There was a lot of crud in that radiator. I might cut it open on Monday because, as you guess, put a radiator in it. I was able to work the bolts holding the thermostat housing down, a little PB, got the rust and corrosion free, changed the thermostat just on maintenance, and the thermostat looked okay. It was just original. And we now saw a coolant temperature drop. The coolant temperature dropped by almost 25 degrees. Instead of running at approximately 219, 220, it held constant at 195, right where the thermostat begins to open. It begins to open at 195, turning the fans on at 214 and 222. Car was fixed. But you wouldn't think that, right? You wouldn't think you'd have to go to that level and have that as an issue because the car came in for no fan and not an overheat, not a true overheat. Sometimes repairs get complicated. Sometimes they'll twist you around, and it's hard to keep your head on straight. You just got to fight your way through and, and, and do the best you can. But don't guess. And I guess that's the point of this conversation. I never try to guess. Once in a while, yeah, if I shot from the hip, yeah, that's just, that's just a gut call. You got to make it. But a gut call is not a guess. A gut call is based on, well, your gut. You've done it before. You know, you know, the, you know the bad part of town. You know what time to be home. You know if you're out after 11 o'clock 
what would happen with you if your parents found out and all that stuff. That's a that's a that's 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 experience. Um, you do this long enough, you tend to know what that experience is going to be. The key is you've got to clue the customer in. There isn't anybody in uh, in the sound of my voice right now that hasn't had this experience with their mechanic. That you know you've got to clue the customer in and help make them part of the process. You got to lay it out. I'm so grateful for the customer, by the way. I have to point that out, that the doctor, she's a, she's a psychiatrist, um, and maybe that's why she understands it. You know, she's, she's emotionally balanced. But, you know, maybe it's, it's a case that, you know, as I explained it to her, she said, listen, you know, you've been my mechanic a long time. You know, make your best call. That's all I can ask. I'd hate to have had to have done that job with a new customer because there's no trust, there's no relationship. Because as I always tell you, it's that it's that trust and that relationship that helps make the repair go better. I had a guy this week, as an aside, call up 2010 Ford Taurus and uh, needed a water pump. And I explained to him special tooling, the engine and trans has to come out, and it's not something we do in the shop anymore just because of the uh, the size of the shop and we're, you know, we're I'm, I'm changing the, direction of the business into more diagnostics because heavy engine work is just it's just not the future even though here's a case where where i guess it could be and during the course of the conversation with stanley you know he said who do you think's best qualified to do it i said the guy that has the tools and the guy that's got the experience and i said likely it's going to be the ford dealer and stanley was upset i could tell by the sound of his voice he was really annoyed that ford put an engine together with a water pump that was run off the timing chain and i understand that and for the Stanleys out there. But that's the way it is. That's what's designed. There isn't a vehicle. And here's a, here's an absolute. There isn't a vehicle out there that you can buy that doesn't have some level of stupid built in. There isn't. There's always something about it. There's always something about the way it's made, built, assembled, or has to be repaired that's going to cause you to scratch your head and say, wow, and ouch, when you have to reach for your checkbook. So the bottom line becomes, as I've always said, as in the case of the doctor with the PT Cruiser, in the case of Stanley with the Taurus, buy something you like. Because when it breaks, you won't mind fixing it. And that's the key. Because every car's got a little bit of stupid in it. It's a lot like um, some of the people you bump into during the course of the day. And that's a fact, and that's something you can take to the bank. I'm Ron Anany in The Car Doctor, 855-560-9900. We're coming back right after this. Don't go away. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back. We're on the, the car doctor. Let's get over and talk to Tom in Maine, 08 Escape. Tom, welcome aboard, sir. How can I help? Hey, Ron. How are you? Good, sir. What's cooking? Uh, I've got a 2008 Ford Escape Hybrid with a brake problem. Okay. I took it to the dealer. I know what the problem was, but I wanted them to diagnose it just to be sure. Sure. And they say the hydraulic control unit, which is the ABS braking module right. on this car, um, has an internal fault. Yeah, what were you? It requires replacement. What were, I'm what, sorry? what were you having as a problem, Tom? With it was regeneration, oh, um, regenerative well, brakes not working all, and stuff. Well, all the brake lights came on. The our left front uh, caliper was dragging. Right. Um, we were able to clear it a couple times with the snap-on unit, um, and it, it happened again. And we replaced the caliper. You know, we're trying to avoid what's obviously the gorilla in the room. Yep. Um, yep. So we replaced the caliper. The braking was better because when it was when the lights were on, the braking was fading. You know, it was long time to stop. Yeah. Um, so we replaced the caliper. The braking was okay, uh, but the lights came on. The pedal was extremely stiff. So it's saying to me that we still have an issue. Took it to the dealer. They said, "Well, you know, four grand. We'll, we'll put a new one in." Okay. So looking online, folks are talking about flushing the system. And also redoing all the grounds on the system. Is that just a waste of time? I mean, we, we've dealt with this before. We're a used car dealer, so we've dealt with this before. And we put in a used unit, but obviously we got to take it then to the dealer to get the thing reflashed because it's VIN specific. I'm wondering if there's does any of that make sense, flushing the brake system, the, you know, flushing the fluid and, and cleaning the grounds, or are we just wasting our time? I think you're wasting your time, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I, I've been down this road, not necessarily on hybrids, but on, and not necessarily just Fords, but I can think about a Ford Expedition I had about two years ago that you know kind of ran us around the table, because in in our mind, if if I remember it correctly, it was a 2015. No, I'm sorry, it was a 2010 Expedition, or I'm sorry, yeah, 2010 Expedition, but it only had 43,000 miles on it. 
And in your mind, you're saying, how could the ABS control unit be bad? It's only got 43,000 miles on it. And this was when it was, what, six years old, seven years old? You know, the car never went anywhere. Elderly couple, they didn't drive it a lot. And it was similar conditions like you're describing to me. Intermittent loss of pedal, low pedal, poor stoppability. You know, it would seem like it would just take forever to haul that thing down. And that's a lot of vehicle to haul down. You know, it's a little bigger than an escape. And... I attacked it the only way I knew how. The, the, two of the calipers were frozen because it had sat in their yard for the for a couple of months. They just never went anywhere. They had four vehicles, and there was just the two of them, and they just they never went anywhere alone. And it it you know caliper and and it got down to where I said you know I think it's an ABS control unit, but the fluid is really disgusting. Yeah, I, I ran brake fluid through it. You know, for a couple of days, it seemed like, you know, you just you, you can't buy that fifteen, sixteen hundred dollar part or two thousand dollar part and, you know, so on and so forth. Long story short, after I hung the master and it made no difference, I put a control unit in it and the truck was fixed. And then I took the old one apart. I said, there's got to be something in here, right? You're looking for something right in the back of your mind. Right, Tom? Or don't you want to take that old one apart? And like what failed to, you know, could you fix it? You'll take that one apart, Tom. You'll never find anything. Yeah, I didn't see a thing. I didn't see a. Th- I'm telling you, I took every piece apart. I sat there with a die grinder and cut away at the casting, nice and gingerly. Just what broke? I don't know. There's just it's it's mind boggling. Um, I have a feeling it's something like a cold solder joint or a capacitor in the controls. And, yeah. You know what do yeah. you do? You can't. It's you a can't. big block of aluminum. It's, right now, yeah. you know. Okay. Part of the reason I put a master in it. You know, as I said, because I'm sure somebody said, well, wait a minute, the master was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with the master, but the fluid was dirty enough because it sat so much that how could I put a $2,000 control unit just for the part back into the system with a master? Because where does the brake fluid come from? <laughs> it comes from the master. You're going to pump that contamination back down into the, into, into the control unit again? Yeah. And you know, now in, in your case, used car dealer, that's a you know, that's a business and an ethics decision. You know, if you sold the car, if you're gonna sell the car. Uh, no, know. we sold the car and I got a customer to loan her, we're gonna fix it. I mean yeah. it's just we can't fix it with a four thousand dollar part. That's about what the car sold for. Right. But we've we've had success with the used one. Yep. So we it's a crapshoot. Well, but the uh, customer knows that. If, we're, you know, if, customer knows what we're dealing with. Listen, I respect what you're doing. I really do. If 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 the guy you buy the used piece from will you know will you know warranty it for thirty days or whatever, yeah, I say yeah. I say I say do the used one. Find find yeah. something out of state. Find something from somebody from California where there's no road salt. And Southern crud. California is where it's coming from. Yeah, I think perfect. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you want it from. You live in Maine. You appreciate. You yeah. don't get stuff from Maine if you yeah. can avoid it. Right. Exactly. Especially rusty stuff. Um, you know, and just uh, and if you got to pay for programming twice, so it's an extra hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. And yeah, you know, not a big deal. The, the key, and you know, it's funny. Uh, at, at the beginning of the previous hour, I was telling a story about a used car somebody was trying to buy from a dealer, and the dealer didn't get it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you keep your customer and you keep your customer happy. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what business is about because that customer is. will is more likely to tell 10 people about what a great job you did than the 10 they're going to tell about the bad job you did and whatever it costs you, that's the cost of doing business to keep people happy. Yeah. So absolutely. So okay, all right, Rob, sir. Thank good, you. Good luck to you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I, I'll tell you what, you're going to find... Well, I don't know. Monday, 
What's fair? What's staring me down Monday? Monday, I've got an O2 Silverado 2500 six liter with the I can't think of the trans. Oh my gosh, I'm getting old now. Um, the big heavy duty uh, automatic transmission that has a problem with communication. The customer worked on it himself. Uh, the CAN bus is down. The trans doesn't hold in gear. It, he was playing with the the Prindle switch on the side of the trans, adjusting the linkage. And, you know, where am I going to begin? Every part's $1,000. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm going to have to sort it out. And it's, it's, you know, fixing cars today is a lot like ordering a steak in a fancy restaurant. Sometimes you can't look at the price. You just got to, you know, you just got to bite the bullet and do it because, do your diagnosis, do your due diligence, and then, you know, it, it, it's it's the cost of owning the vehicle. And that's, you're going to see a lot of that in the coming years because it's uh, car repair isn't going to get any cheaper. It's just going to continue to evolve and escalate. 855-560-9900, Ron and Andy and the Car Doctor. We're back right after this. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. Phone number is 855-560-9900, 855-560-9900. The car doctor's 24-7 phone number. Call, give us a call. If we're not here, leave a message. Tom Ray will get you back in the queue for the next live broadcast. I want to clarify one point that one of the our, one of our listeners just pointed out to me um, regarding Carol and her military son with the 15 Mazda. Uh, why didn't I recommend a fuel stabilizer? And because, uh, you know, at first, my first thought was I'm trying to present 
let's maintain the whole vehicle. I don't want to just focus on the fuel system. And she wrote back, she said, yeah, but Ron, what if the, you know, you said put it up on jack stands and overinflate the tires. And you know what, Kathy? Fair point. We should, if we're going to, you know, leave a vehicle sitting up there for three months, a bottle of fuel stabilizer in the tank is a great idea and a great catch. And I appreciate the catch. Catch. Um, so uh, thanks, Kath. We appreciate the point. Um, one other thing I wanted to point out, I want to tell you a quick story, and I want to, I want you to try and open your minds to this to see, um, well, let's see what your reaction is to this. Stevie B brought in his, uh, his 08 Jeep this week, um, Grand Cherokee SRT8. You ever drive an SRT8 Jeep? It's, uh, it's kind of neat. It's like a Corvette with four-wheel drive, um, a lot of get-up-and-go. And Steve has let us maintain the vehicle really well. He's given us the opportunity to take good care of it. And so we do, like everything else we try to do. And he was faced with the problem of when he started it, there was a ratcheting mechanical machine gun-like sound from under the dashboard. If you're a Jeep owner or a Chrysler owner, you know the answer to that. The answer is that you're dealing with you're dealing with a, um, uh, a, a bad actuator or blend door actuator, blend door, recirculator door, uh, something regarding the temperature and the heating control system. So, you know, diagnosed it. Yeah, the actuator was was jammed all the way in the wrong position and stuck. So we changed it. We pulled it apart. It was easy enough to get to. It was pulled a glove box out and a few other pieces out of the way. And, you know, in your hand, yeah, you can see the physical damage not only to the actuator, though, but to the gear that the actuator drove. It was actuator, one gear, and then a gear on the other side that connected the door to the linkage to the evaporator case, to the, to the actual heater case for it. Okay, call up Chrysler. I need this, this actuator, the little electric motor, the servo unit, and I need this gear. Couldn't buy the gear. Wasn't available as a separate item for this particular car. Chrysler, according to parts, said you have to buy the entire air conditioning heater control case. It comes with the gear. Mikey, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ron. You know, it's it's. there's an actuator available, and then there's the case. Those are the only two parts they list. Wow. How much is that case? 350 bucks. Uh, you know, I have a problem buying a $350 part for a car that I'm going to throw away most of it and use this, you know, uh, uh, this 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 one gear assembly because to put the entire case in the vehicle would be labor intensive and cost prohibitive. It would be ridiculous. I called up Stevie. I talked to me. He says, "Ron, if you got to put a ca- if you got to buy a case to get the gear," I said, "I'll tell you what, Stevie. Let me put an hour of shop time into it. Let me do some research because I'm not getting anywhere with Chrysler." And he said, "Fine, I'll pay you for your hour. All right, and then we'll make a decision." And after some research. And basically, it was a lot of it was Google 08 Jeep Grand Cherokee Blendor gear. After going through various websites, various forums, and you know, a little more than an hour, but I charged them the hour. I was happy to get it. I found out that you can take the gear from a 2009 Jeep Commander and put that into a 2008 Grand Cherokee, and it's the same gear. and change. And as I said to Stevie, and he was, he was happy to pay for the research. And that's what I want you to try and open your mind to. And I want you to ask yourself that question this week or next week, or maybe the next time you go into the repair shop and they say, you know, this is what we're supposed to do, but it's kind of expensive. Would you pay that mechanic 
for their research time. You know, do you have that kind of a mechanic? Do you have that kind of a relationship with your mechanic? Is it something that you're comfortable with? Because I think that's what this business is also going to take us to. The business is evolving and changing so fast. The technology is increasing so fast. Would you do that? And is the mechanic obligated to do that? For me, it's a personal choice. I just don't like to waste parts. I don't like to spend money I don't have to spend. And I just, I found it hard to believe that as much as I like to pick on some car companies and say, what a stupid move, because there is a certain level of stupid in a lot of the engineering. Uh, I, I just couldn't believe that we couldn't buy this one gear in place of, you know, having to buy a whole case. However, I did prove, and I also proved, I should say it like that, that somebody else has had that problem. So every time you think your problem is so unique, you ain't that special. All right. Somebody else had the problem before you and a quick trip to the Internet. How did we ever fix cars before Bill Gates came along? So um, anyway, Stevie B is very happy, paid us our research and the time to change the gear in the actuator. And his uh, 08 SRT8 is back out on the road doing what it's supposed to do. And his rat tat 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 noise is completely gone. So, and I'm gone too. Let me pull over and take a pause. 855-560-9900. Ron Anini, The Car Doctor, coming back to wrap it up right after this. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. Ron and the car doctor. I want to leave you with this little story and maybe get you to think a little bit. Not that you don't, but just in case you don't, maybe a little extra juice in the tank. We had a 96, 96, 97, yeah, 96, 97 Ford Taurus. It was a couple of weeks ago, and I keep meaning to tell this story because I thought it was a good point. It had a water leak in the trunk. 
the car sat a lot. It had just about 40,000 miles on it. And, you know, it just sat in the driveway. It never went anywhere. Elderly customer. They don't drive a lot. There's two cars. There's two of them, but only he drives now. And, you know, just hard to get rid of. That's okay. I get it. Got to take care of the elderly. We're all going to get there someday, right? And trying to fix a water leak. And you could see, you know, all the little sticky things that you put on the end of your nose from the oak tree were all jammed up in there and all the debris and the gutters and all the rain, you know, holes were all backed up and clogged up. And, okay, cleaned all that out. You know, you'd follow the water trail. You could see where it was spilling over and getting into the taillight assemblies, took the taillight assemblies apart, cleaned everything up, repacked all the mounting holes with dum-dumps, everything sealed up nice, and cleaned up about 85, 90% of the water leak. But it still had an occasional little drip or drain or seep of water that got in there as the car sat. Man, there's, there's nothing else here. Okay, I'm thinking to myself, what's left? And, you know, sometimes the best part about cars, sometimes somebody said to me, what do you like about fixing cars the most, Ron? I think I like playing Columbo. I like getting that detective hat out with the pipe and, you know, be the Sherlock Holmes and sit there and kind of break it down. And, you know, how does this work? Take that part out of the car. Make it work. Power it up. Do what you have to do. Does it do what it's supposed to do? Took a little baby powder and powdered up the rubber seal going around the trunk lid and I could see there was one point in the rubber seal that wasn't making full contact it didn't have good impression against the deck lid and I'm looking at it I'm saying why is that it's in good shape it's not torn and then it dawned on me the rubber seal was compressed because the car sat so much they never they never went anywhere Maybe if they went for groceries once a week with it and the, the, the trunk got open, the groceries got put in and then shut, and maybe it wouldn't have happened that way. But it just eventually, the vehicle did itself in. It compressed the rubber seal down. I called up Ford. The rubber seal's no longer available. Now what do you do? You've taken the car. You know, you've taken it to that 90 percentile. You're looking for that last 10 percent. How do you get that seal to seal without one that's available because they're obsolete? I sat there and I thought about it, and I thought about it. Had that cup of tea, thought about it. Walked over to the car, opened it up. The two little rubber stops that determine deck lid height, I cranked them both in a half a turn, slammed the trunk, fixed the water leak, walked away, said, done, next. And sometimes that's what fixing cars is all about, keeping it simple. I'm Ron Anany and the Car Doctor, reminding you each and every time, this time the best time, till the next time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 